and bathed in the places of pilgrimage. I worshipped in the temples and holy places, but no one shared the pain. O oh, friends, my beloved has come and has put me on the path and makes me see him. Listen, O oh, beloved Kripal, make everyone have the beautiful darshan. The life of a jabe is full of bad qualities. Take him across. O oh, friends, the true saint has come. My husband has come, and he loves me. O oh, friends, my beautiful Sadhguru is Kripal. He is merciful on the poor. A bhajan of Sanchi on page 115. Sadhguru Sonamera Hekir Palaniseyo Dina Dealaniseyo Sadhguru Sonamera Hekir Palaniseyo Dina Dealaniseyo Kaijana mato vicharisi me, labadehi pritama pyara, Satguru pura milajai me nu, hojai para utara. Kaijana mato vicharisi me, labadehi pritama pyara. Satguru Pura Milajai Menu Hojai Para Utara Nimilagiya Mahi Mera Nishenahashahi Mera Nimilagiya Mahi Mera Nishenahashahi Mera kare sambala niseyo, dina deala niseyo. Satguru sona mera, hekir pala niseyo, dina deala niseyo. Seyo ni me darara firake, darihi pagalaoi, dilata jani koi namilia, nasuni yara joi. Seyo ni me darara firake, darihi pagalaoi. Dilada jani koi namilia nasuni arajoi namilagia piara mera nedili sahara mera ni milagia piara mera nedili sahara Mera Shabbat Bandara Niseyo Dina Deala Niseyo Satguru Sona Mera Hekir Pala Niseyo Dina Deala Niseyo 
Practices of water, performing the austerities, and bathed in the places of pilgrimage. I worshipped in the temples and holy places, but no one shared the pain. O oh, friends, my beloved has come and has put me on the path and makes me see him. And our second bhajan is on page 109. Listen, O oh disciple. Perform the duties of discipleship. Don't get involved in the disputes of the world. Maintaining the discipleship is like walking on the sharp edge of the sword. He who forgets the principle is neither on this side nor the other. Make your mind understand after removing the duality. Guru Gobind Singh taught us unity. He finished all the disputes of caste and creed. Look, 
don't harass the suffering hearts. God has created the temple of the body. God himself is sitting within all. Don't forget this, O disciple. Don't demolish the temple. Finish the disputes of jealousy and enmity. Accept his sweet will and be grateful to him. O Agabe, meditate on the true Nam and make others meditate also. Abhajan of Sanchi on page 109. Sunasika Sikivare Farija Nibalavi Dunia de Jagadena Galavicha Palavi Sunasika Sikivare Farija Nibalavi Dunia de Jagadena Sikidane <laughs> Got the got the vicha pita, 
आप भगवान है भूलनाथ जा Maintaining the discipleship is like walking on the sharp edge of the sword. He who forgets the principle is neither on this side nor the other. Make your mind understand after removing the duality. Listen, O disciple, perform the duties of discipleship. Don't get involved in the disputes of the world. Before I begin the reading, I should say there's nothing wrong with Susan. She's fine. She just happens to be out of town. Dick happens to be out of town. Fletcher happens to be out of town. Um, and Kent happens to be out of town. So that's why I'm doing the reading today. Okay, and, and for the satsang, I chose a, a talk by Sanchi that he gave on July 10th in 1977 in Sebastopol, California. It was a satsang, and it's chapter 17 of Streams in the Desert, and the title is Make Your Heart Like a Mountain. And it begins with a hymn. A lover should develop his love and keep his heart like a mountain. To meet God, to realize God, and to do the devotion of God, we need to make our hearts as big as a mountain. Many storms come, but that mountain does not move from its place. The storms come and go, but the mountain is still there. In the same way, we need to make our heart that big. When we are doing the devotion of God, our relatives, even our friends taunt us, and our family members and parents also say that our son has become a renunciate. 
So when we are doing the devotion of God, everybody comes and taunts us. And whatever religion or atmosphere we have been brought up to, brought up in, people try to enforce that religious belief on us and compel us to follow the religious practices that they do. But if we have a very strong and big heart, no matter what comes in the way, we will still go on doing our devotion. Master Sawan Singh was once troubled by this problem of public shame. After he took Baba Jamal Singh as his master, he invited him to do satsang in his own town. Because Master Sawan Singh was born in a Sikh family, he brought the Guru Granth Sahib and requested Baba Jamal Singh to comment on that so people should not realize that he is no longer taking the holy book as his master and he has taken another man, Baba, Jam Baba Jamal Singh, as his master. But after the satsang, Bibi Ruko went on the rooftop of the house and started singing the hymns written by Swamiji Maharaj. And Master Sawan Singh used to say about this experience in his own words that when Bibi Ruko started singing the hymns of Swamiji Maharaj, all the problem of public shame went away. And after that, Master Sawan Singh was not troubled by this problem. He couldn't stop Bibi Ruko from singing the hymns of Swamiji Maharaj, as she was the cook of Baba Jamal Singh. And in that way, when everything came out in the open in front of the world, Master Sawan Singh was no longer worried about public shame. This worry about what other people think is an obstacle on the path of spirituality. Master Sawan Singh Ji used to tell about an uncle of his who taunted Baba Jamal Singh very much. And whenever Sawan Singh would talk about Baba Jamal Singh, he would tell him not to. But when at his end time, he saw that Master Jamal Singh had come to take him, he said, you help my brother-in-law to take initiation from Baba Jamal Singh. Master Kripal Singh also had to face the same problem when he took Master Sawan Singh to his village, Sayyad Khazran. At that place, the Sikh people, the Akali people, were opposing Master Sawan Singh so much that they told everybody, those that were living in that village, not to give anything to Kripal Singh, not even salt. A special gathering was called to oppose Master Sawan Singh because he had come there and they were making decisions and planning how to disturb Master Sawan Singh during his satsang and how to bring him out of the home of Kirpal Singh and give him a very hard time. So Master Kirpal Singh used to relate this incident, telling it in his own words, that once when Master Sawan Singh was taking his morning walk and they were coming back to the house, they reached a crossroads. One street went straight to the Guvara the religious temple of the Sikh people, and the other street went to the house of Kripal Singh. But he said that Master Sawan Singh, when they arrived at that place, expressed his desire to go to the Gurdwara, and he asked, should we go to the Gurdwara? Kripal Singh's brother, Jod Singh, said, but there are many opponents at the Gurdwara, and they are all gathered there only to criticize you and oppose you, so it is not a good thing to go there. But Master Kripal Singh, who knew the inner secret of Master Sawan Singh, told his brother, How do you understand my master? Do you understand him only as a human being? He is almighty. 
let him do whatever he wants. So Master Sawan Singh went to the Gurdwara, and because he remained within the limit of society, he bowed down to the Guru Granth Sahib. At that place, a group of Akalis were giving a long talk, and they were talking about Master Sawan Singh and opposing him. So when Master Sawan Singh went there, the leader of the Akalis came to Master Sawan Singh and asked him, First of all, what is your religion? So Master Sawan Singh replied, My religion is the same as God's, but I was born in a Sikh family, and I am called a Sikh. And the next question that the Akali leader asked him was, Who is your God? He replied, I take Guru Granth Sahib as my God, and Gurbani is my master. But this Gurbani is talking about some other Bani also, and that Bani is my master. That Shabd is my master. Then the Akali leader asked him, Why are all these people calling you the master? Master Salon Singh said, This is up to them, whether they call me master or friend, but I understand myself to be the servant of the Sangat. So when Master Salon Singh replied these words to the Akali leader, he was very much impressed and asked many other questions which were beautifully answered by Master Salon Singh. And hearing all those answers, all those who were present were also much impressed. Finally, the same leader who had first opposed Master Salon Singh came down from the dais and said to him, This part of your teaching is very good. That part of your teaching is very good. You are very good. And he started praising him. He said, Now I understand that you are the perfect master, and now you are shining in your full glory. Another Akali brother came up and said, Once we were opposing him. Once we were saying that he does not believe in Guru Granth Sahib and does not take our Bani as his master. But now you are praising him. Why is that? The leader said, That was my mistake. Until one sees with his own eyes, he cannot realize what is what. So, he was also troubled by public shame, and once he realized the truth, he had no problem shouting from the rooftops that Sawan Singh was the perfect master. The problem of public shame comes to everybody. When Guru Nanak Sahib started doing the devotion of God, in the beginning, his own parents were telling him not to. Masters say that if a mother wants to give birth to a baby, she should give birth to either a brave man or to a giver or to a saint. Otherwise, what is the need for a mother to spoil her own body if the child who is getting birth from the womb is not going to become one of the three? All the past saints who have come in this world, they all have had to face this problem of public shame and they all have had to face the worldly-minded people also. Paltu Sahib says, The devotee and the worldly-minded person are enemy to each other, and all the four ages will bear testimony to this. Guru Nanak Sahib also says that the devotees and the worldly-minded people cannot get along with each other. Once Guru Nanak came back to his village after doing satsang at some other place, and looking at him, some people called him mad, some called him a ghost, and some people felt sympathy for him 
and said that he was poor Nanak, the son of Kalu, and nobody is taking care of him. So Guru Nanak at that point said this, Some people call me mad, some people call me a ghost, and those who feel that I am dear to them, those who have sympathy for me, they call me poor Nanak, the son of Kalu. They also add this, that no one is taking care of me as I have gone mad. Even though we know that in any family, if any devotee comes from them, that family is always respected in the world. So in this hymn, Hazrat Bahu says that if you want to practice the path of devotion, you need to make a big heart. And only after thinking a lot and thinking very carefully should you start on the path of devotion. Because this path of devotion is not easy. It is not like taking a piece of rock candy and eating it. To practice the path of devotion, one has to struggle with the mind. One has to dominate over the organs of senses. And in that way, one has to do very hard work. And after doing this hard work, if anyone becomes successful in this path, what does he get? He gets the highest status from God. He should understand blame and taunts as comfort and enjoyments. Now Hazrat Bahu says that this world never allows any devotee to do the devotion of God easily. It always gives a very hard time to the devotee. Consider Mansur. First his eyes were put out, and after that he was hanged, but still people were not satisfied, so they stoned him to death. Hearing these things, we also feel ashamed at what the worldly-minded people have done to the beloveds of God. Guru Arjan Dev Ji was tortured in Lahore. They made him sit on hot coals, and after that, burning sand was thrown over his head, and then he was given a cold shower so that he might have more pain. While he was being tortured in this way, Mian Mir, who was a very advanced disciple of Guru Arjan Dev, came there and said, Guru Dev, if you will let me, I will raise the city of Lahore to the ground. But Guru Arjan Dev said, No, this is the will of God, and we have to accept it happily. I like the will of God more than anything. I can also do what you are saying you can do, but to be in the will of God or the Master is the best thing for a disciple. Guru Arjan Dev was opposed by both the pundits and the Molana, Hindu and Muslim leaders. When Satgurus come and do their satsang, those people who are bound to their religious beliefs, or who are bound to the laws of their religion, or those who are afraid that people will go to that saint, attend his satsang, and become his disciples so that their business will lose, all these people oppose the Sant Satguru and teach people how to give a hard time to the masters. Thus, Hazrat Bahu says that if we are doing the devotion of God, no matter how many complaints come to us, no matter how much of a hard time people are giving us, still, just as when the flowers are coming into blossom, they give out their fragrance in the same way even after hearing the doubts of the worldly people, we should keep on doing the work, the devotion of God, 
and always the fragrance of that devotion will come out from us and we should not stop doing it even after hearing people's taunts. In the beginning, when I was starting my search for saints and Mahatmas, and when I was visiting many Mahatmas, the same thing happened to my family also. Unrest was created there, and my relatives came to me and gave me a very hard time. They told me, by going to saints and Mahatmas, you are bringing disgrace to the family, and you are giving a very bad name to the family. What do you have to do with going to the saints? Once I went to the Punjab to do the satsang, and sitting in that satsang was one of my uncles, but I did not know that. He was hiding himself, and he came only to see what I was doing there. So after satsang, when he saw that I was not collecting money from anybody, and that people were coming and going after hearing my satsang, he felt very sorry for me that I was unnecessarily doing service for the people without taking anything from them. So he came to me. He couldn't bear that people were using me without paying me anything. So he asked me, without getting any payment, you are working for the people? I told him, uncle, when I am not taking anything from the people, then you are saying you are not doing a good thing. If I start taking money from the people, then you will say you are begging and you are bringing a bad name to the family. How can I please you? Because from either side, you are not pleased. You tell me the way in which I can please you. Later, when my foster parents were leaving the body, I was cabled. This uncle, who was present there, saw that Hazur Kripal came to take both of them. Then he said, Now I believe in you. You are doing a good thing, and your master is perfect. My father was 95 years old when he left the body, and his body had become very weak. But a few days before he left, he started believing in our master, because master came to him many times. So when I went there, he told me, tomorrow I am going to leave the body at 12 o'clock. At 11 o'clock, he called me and told me to sit with him. After that, he took me in his lap and caressed me, and he, and he told me, I made a great mistake. In the beginning, I told you not to do devotion, but now I am seeing that your path is the true one, and whatever you are doing, that is the truth, because your master is here. I am seeing him in front of me. Moreover, within me also I am seeing him. So I was very glad to know that at least at his end time he had accepted his mistake and now was believing in our master. So when he left the body and master took care of him, master came to liberate him even though he was not an initiate. The other people of the family who were present there, they also praised the master and said, he is a great master, and they got initiation from our master. Master Salon Singh used to say that a master has to liberate even the relatives of satsangis. He is going to liberate the satsangis, but he also has to liberate the relatives of satsangis. In our family, there was one young boy of 14 years, and he was suffering very much from smallpox. 
whenever I would sit near him, he would say, now I am feeling some relief. But whenever I would leave him and his parents or anybody else were coming in and sitting near him, he would say, why are you not taking away the insects which are eating up my body? The snakes are coming and they are biting my body. In that way, he would tell about his suffering. But there were no insects, nothing on his body. But this was always going on within. He was getting suffering from within. But in that village, there were four or five satsangis. And with Master's grace, Master was so much gracious on that boy, and he gave darshan to all the four or five satsangis in that village. And Master told them that on the fourth day, he will come take that boy at midnight. And to that boy's mother, Master also gave an experience. In her vision, she saw that the master had come and told her, Don't worry, I will take your son I will take your son up on the fourth day at midnight, and you should make tea then, and after he drinks tea I will take him up. But take care that you do not weep after he leaves the body. So on that day at midnight everybody sat there in meditation, and master came to take that boy up. The mother of that boy had been asleep, but at 11 o'clock, Master came in her dreams and told her to get up and make tea for him. When she did, she was singing hymns, and she was not at all worried about her son's departure, as she was feeling very happy that Master was coming to take him. Even though she was not an initiate, she was having faith in the Master. So when the time of 12 o'clock came, she was still singing hymns. She knew that until her son drank tea, he will not leave. She just wanted to delay that. And at 12.15, when I saw that she was delaying the departure, I called her and said, why are you not giving tea to him? So when she gave tea to that boy, after drinking it, he said, now master has come here and I am going with him. Then he suddenly left the body. And all the people who were present there, they all saw Master within and how he was taking the soul up. And in the dream, Master had told the lady that she should not weep because now that soul was under his protection. Now I am going to give him one more birth, and at such and such a place he will be born ten months from this date. You can go and see that your son is born at that place, and after that, keeping him there, I will take him to such Khan, because now that soul is under my protection. So Master is so gracious, he even liberates those souls who are not even initiated by him. How can we sing the praise of that great Master? Even a single word. We can't begin to sing his praise in completeness. He was so great. Hazur Maharaj used to say, that to give Nam is not only to give the knowledge of a few words. To give Nam is not only to make one understand the theory, but to give Nam initiation is to take over the responsibility for the soul, to take it back to such Khan. Once the soul of one of Master Jamal Singh's disciples went into hell by mistake, and Master Sawan Singh used to tell this incident that when he was ordered from within by Baba Jamal Singh to go into hell to liberate that soul, 
Master Sawan Singh went there. At that time, the soul had forgotten everything about the Master and the Simran, but she was suffering there. Master Sawan Singh asked her, Do you remember the Simran? She replied, No, I don't remember any Simran. Then he asked her, Do you remember the form of the Master? And she replied, No, I don't remember that. Then Master Sawan Singh asked her, Can you hear my voice? And she replied, Yes, I am hearing your voice. So Master Sawan Singh told her to follow that voice, and she was following the voice of the Master, and in that way, Master Sawan Singh liberated her. So the saints, those who are initiating souls, the perfect saints, they never leave their souls, even in hell or any place the soul goes. Then also they are liberated by the perfect master. If you want to experience this, you can see this at the time of death of any satsangi. Take out all the non-initiates from that room where the satsangi is who is going to die and ask him, is master there? Has master come to take you or not? Definitely he will report that master has come to take him and he is going with his master. If there is any non-initiate there, he will never say anything about the master. Even though master will come there, he will keep that thing within him and he will not give it out. In one village where master Sawan Singh was doing satsang, one satsangi was going to leave the body. So Master Sawan Singh sent both his patis to go and see what happened at the time of that satsangi's death, whether Satguru came to take the soul or not. Both his patis went there, and they saw that Master was there to take the soul up. Hazur used to say that only he can be called a master who is understanding others' pain as his own, and those who are not understanding others' pain as their own they are without masters and are called kafirs, unbelievers. Hazur used to say this much, if a master is not coming at the time of death, what is the use of taking that person as a master? You should fold your hands to that person from far away. On the other hand, the disciple should not always expect that master will come there and he should not spend his life in worldly pleasures and in sensual enjoyments and not do meditation. If, after doing all these evils during his lifetime, he thinks that Master will come to liberate him at the time of death, that is not a good thing for him. His duty is to meditate, to make his life pure, and to make his receptacle ready for Master's spirit. Kabir Sahib says, what can the poor master do if the disciples are going away from the path? Just as a blind man doesn't understand any signs, or if you blow into a bamboo pipe, the air will come in on one end and go out the other. In the same way, if we are hearing the satsang with one ear and letting it go out the other ear and not putting that work of satsang into practice, what can master do? They persecuted Mansur, who knew all the secrets of God. Bahu says he should not take his head away from the master, even if people call him kafir. Now Hazrat Bahu says that once a disciple has bowed his head at the feet of a master, 
It is not good for him to take that head away from the feet of master or to bow down at any other person's feet. If he has once bowed down his head to the master's feet, always his head should remain there at the lotus feet of the master. Many dear ones come to me and they say that their mother is saying that this path is not good or their father is saying or their relatives are saying or some people are saying that the path is not good so that they might leave the path but this is not the way of discipleship the real way of discipleship is that once we have bowed down at the feet of a master we should never take our head away from there and it is not good for a person to believe in the master and then being troubled by other people to go away from the path Bula Shah was of Sayyad caste, the highest among the Muslims. The ordinary people worship the people of Sayyad caste as they worship any high person. So when he took Inayat Shah, who was of Arai caste, a low caste among the Muslims, as a master, his mother and father told him, People are worshiping us, but you are now going and sitting with such a person who is of low caste. But Bula Shah told his family, those who are looking at Inayat Shah from the outside, they see that he is a dirty rag and that he is wearing dirty clothes. But those who are seeing Inayat Shah from within, they are not even tempted by the heavens because Inayat Shah is the owner of all creation. When they asked, what is the glory of Inayat Shah? He replied, the glory of Inayat Shah is more than God, more than the messenger of God. What can I say about the glory of my master? Kabir Sahib also said, both the master and God are standing in front of me. To whom should I pay homage? Now he himself says, I will respect my master because without master, I would not have been able to realize God. The disciple was doing meditation, and in his meditation, both Master and God came to him. So he got confused as to whom he should respect and at whose feet he should bow his head. But then he himself decided, I will definitely sacrifice my whole heart and being to my Master, because if I had not had Master, there was no question of realizing God. Once two people came to Sheikh Sylvie to get initiation, and he told them to come separately. To the first person, the Sheikh said, repeat this please. There is only one God, and Sheikh Sylvie is the messenger of God, and he himself is God. But the person said, I repent, I repent. And then Sheikh Sylvie also said, I repent, I repent. After that, Sheikh Sylvie asked that person, why did you say that you repent? What are you repenting? He said, I was going to make a great mistake because I was going to understand you as God. You are only a man, but you are calling yourself God, and that is impossible. That is why I am repenting, because I have made a mistake in coming to you. Then he asked Sheikh Sylvie, why did you repent? He replied, I repented because I was going to give you the great gift of Nam, the great gift of the wealth of Sachkhand. I was going to put that wealth in one dirty heart, but
But thank God that I have not made that great mistake, and that is why I said, I repent. When the second person came to him, he told him the same thing, saying that there is only one God, and Sheikh Sylvie is the messenger of God. But before repeating that, the person said, just wait. And Sheikh Sylvie also said, just wait. Then Sheikh Sylvie asked, why are you saying to wait? And he said, because I came here understanding you as a paramsant, and you are saying that you are only the messenger of God. So Sheikh Sylvie said, I was testing you to see how far you have kept your heart open to me, how you understand me. I am going to reveal all my competency to you, but I wanted you to wait for a minute while I tested you. That is why I told you to wait. Lovers never go away from God and Master. Now Hazrat Bahu says that those who are fond of their Master and those within whom the love of the Master has been created never go away from the Master. If they are asleep, then they are seeing the Master in their dreams. When they are awake, then also the Master is in front of them. They see the Master's form in all the particles and in all the creatures of this creation. Even in all the leaves of any tree, they see the Master's form. There was one advanced disciple of Master Sawan Singh whose name was Pajita, and he used to embrace the trees and even the animals, saying that Master Sawan Singh was in them also. Many times when Master Sawan Singh would do satsang, he would not come to attend the satsang. And people would ask him, why are you not coming to the satsang? He would reply, whatever master is telling there to do, I am doing that here. So what is the use of going to the satsang and just hearing what he wants us to do? It is better to do what he wants us to do. There was one disciple of Master Sawan Singh named Lena, who was a Harijan, or untouchable. Lena was always in dirty clothes and did not look like a gentleman, and he was not allowed to sit in the front row in satsang, so he would always go and sit in the back. But he was a very advanced disciple, progressing very much in meditation, even though nobody would let him touch their body. And you also throw your bomb. So Lena came, and he said to all the people, For the sake of such a master, you all have been gathered here, and you are always trying to have one brief glance of that master. But that master is always residing within me, and he, was sp he is spending all his nights within this dirty body which you are hating. And Master Sawan Singh said, That is enough. Now you sit down. Sleep becomes unlawful for those who earn the real love. Now Hazrat Bahu says that for those who become the real lovers of the Master, rest becomes illegal. They are not controlled by sleep, but sleep is controlled by them. They are not the slave of sleep, but sleep, become, sleep becomes their slave. Kabir Sahib says, You are asleep, your God is awake then what kind of love is this that you have for your master when you are asleep and your master is awake? But if by mistake we get up any day at 3 o'clock 
and sit for meditation for two hours. Then we will sleep for four hours. Whatever we earned in two hours, we lose in four hours. But Hazrat Bahu says that the real lovers are not attached to sleep. Hazrat, excuse me, Hazur Maharaj used to work 20 hours a day. They do not rest even for a moment. Day and night they weep for darshan. Now he says that the lovers of the master never rest even for a moment. In the nighttime they do their simran, and in the days also they do their simran, and they beg for the darshan of the master. And just like the mad people, those who are wandering in the streets, unconcerned about what other people are saying about them, they also have become mad in the love of their master. And no matter what people say to them, they go on doing Simran and the devotion of their master. But what is our condition? Some people got initiated 10 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. Still, they ask, what should we do? Simran first or Bhajan first? How much time should we put in for Simran and Bhajan? So I tell them, you should weep for the master in the daytime, and at night also you should do his Simran. This is the devotion of master, and not any merchant's shop, that if you do more Simran, it will have an effect on your business. That is why in the days you should cry, do Simran, and at night also you should do the Simran. If you are bothered by sleep, you should get up, and while standing, do the Simran of master. Guru Nanak Sahib says, O Lord, if I forget you even for one second, that will make a gap of 50 years of separation. He says that if a master is forgotten even for one second, one moment, that it makes a gap of 50 years. Those who realized God are the fortunate ones, says Bahu. Now Hazrat Bahu says that they were having very great fortune and blessed are those lovers, and I sacrifice myself on those lovers, because those who understand their master in his real meaning are those who go to Sach Khan. Lovers remain always near him with intoxication in their heart. Now he says that those who have real love for the master, and those who are attached to the love of the master, and after that, those who have gone in the court of master, those who have been to the home of master, and those who go to the tavern of master, those who drink the wine of master, they get such an intoxication from that wine that they are never feeling any tiredness. Day and night, they are always singing the praise of the master. Those who would have given their life to beloved while living, they live in both the worlds always. Now Hazrat Bahu says that those who have surrendered their souls to their master completely while they are living, they will live in this world as well as in the beyond. They will become immortal. Their grave will become immortal. And in all the world, people will remember them. Such a disciple brings glory to the name of his master. From his side, he is coming out in the world to sing the praise of the master but Master gives name and fame to that disciple. Master Kripal Singh told me this interesting thing, that he had in his mind to sing the praises of his Master Sawan Singh and to tell about Master Sawan Singh. 
He wanted to sing the glory of Master Sawan Singh to all the world. But when he came out in the world, what happened? People started repeating, Kripal, Kripal. So he said that he came out to praise his master, but people started praising him. Those who have big lamps burning always in their home, why should they burn candles? Now Hazrat Bahu says that those who are awakened and within whose souls the light has been manifested, for them it doesn't matter if it is night or if it is day. They do not need any special time to burn lamps because the light is always shining within them. When Master Sawan Singh was sick, at that time, Master Kripal Singh was also present there, and Master Sawan Singh said, the sun has risen. Are the people of Jalundar seeing that? Master, Sawan, Master, Master Kripal Singh knew the inner secret of Master Sawan Singh, but the other people present did not know that, and they thought, that Master Sawan was saying an insane thing. But Master Kripal Singh said, what to speak about the people of Jalandhar? Even the people of America, Africa, and all the countries are seeing that that sun has risen. Those whom you are making to see this thing, they are all seeing the sun. Those who did not know this inner secret of Masters, they did not know what Master was trying to say in that statement. They said, the mind of Master has gone mad, and he is no longer in a good state of mind. But Master Kripal knew the inner secret. That's why he understood the real meaning of that. Guru Nanak Sahib also said that same thing to his son when he was leaving the physical world. He said, the sun has risen. But at that time, it was actually midnight. So his son said, it is midnight. You have gone old, and that's why your mind has gone bad, and you are mad. That's why you are saying that the sun has risen. But you see, it is midnight. But Bhai Lena, who was later called Guru Angad, the successor to Guru Nanak, because he knew the inner thing, that is why he said, Yes, Master, the sun has risen. Is there anything that I can do for you? So Guru Nanak gave him some sheets and told him to go and wash them. Because he was going within and knowing the inner secret, that is why he accepted the statement of his master that the sun has risen. O oh, Bahu, intellect and worries don't bother them. Only love pervades there. Hazrat Bahu says that love and the intellect are enemies of each other. Because where intellect is working, love cannot be successful there. And where there is love, there is not room for intellect. In the path of the masters, one who appears very intellectual to us, one who has attained a master's degree in any skill, he also has to become like a child of five years, an innocent child, to succeed on this path. Mahatma say, O oh man, you are talking from the book. You are saying what you have read in the book, but we are, saying what, we are saying what we have seen with our own eyes, our own experience. Guru Nanak Sahib said that the souls who are repeating the name of God, who are doing the devotion of God, whether they are illiterate or learned, they are all going to go back to their home. What are all these religious scriptures and all these holy books? Rishis, Munis, Mahatmas, the saints, the masters, the beloveds of God, and those who came on the path, 
after coming in this world, they wrote down whatever obstacles they had to face and how they removed those obstacles, how they left the pinned and went to Brahmand, how they rose above body consciousness, and whatever came in their meditation, in their practice, in their experience. All this they wrote down in the form of scriptures or Vedas and Shastras for our benefit, for our guidance. But by only reading those holy books of the religious scriptures, we cannot have that experience of the saints which they had. We will have that experience only when we do the work of that holy book or the work of those religious scriptures by putting them into practice. Otherwise, only by reading, we cannot enjoy the experiences of those great souls. In all the religious books and the holy writings of the Mahatmas, the Mahatmas have laid stress on three important things. One is satsang, because without satsang, we cannot achieve the yearning. We cannot have the intense longing to meet God. And without coming into satsang, we cannot know about our thoughts, and in that way, our self-introspection is not completed. Another thing which they talk about is nam, and the third thing is master, because without nam, there is no liberation. And we cannot get nam without a competent satguru, without a perfect master. The love of my beloved has started the fire within me. Who else but him can extinguish it? Those who are having the fire of love of the master within them, who can extinguish that fire? Only the one who has created that fire can stop it. Sadhu Sadharan says, if there is anyone who is having the same pain as I am, only he can understand my pain. Those who are not experiencing the pain, how can they know the real meaning of pain? Only he can know the love for the master within whom the love for master is awakened. Otherwise, how can the worldly-minded people know what the love of the master is? Guru Arjan Dev Ji Maharaj says, The face of my beloved is so beautiful, and I like it so much, that it comes to my mind that I want always to go on looking at the face of my beloved. And he said, if at any time he goes away from my sight and I am not having his darshan, at that time I become mad. And when again I start having his darshan, I again become like a normal man. Swamiji Maharaj says, if anyone sees the beautiful face of my Lord, he will not even look at the beautiful faces of the fairies and the beautiful faces of the angels. In our ashram, when Hazur Maharaj came, he told about his experience when once he felt like going to see his master and having his darshan. At that time, it was the hottest month in India, the month of August, and it was noontime, and Master Sawan Singh was resting. On the one hand, Master Kripal Singh was worried about his health, and he didn't want to disturb him, meaning Salon Singh. But on the other hand, the fire of separation was burning, and he was feeling like going and having the darshan of his master. But those who have real love for the master within them, that love is respectful love, and they remain within limits. So Master Kripal Singh told me that he stood there on the hot, burning floor all day, waiting for Master to open the door and come out and give him darshan. And in the evening, he was satisfied when Master Sawan Singh came out.
Master Kripal used to say that when he was going to his ashram to see his master, he became half mad. So when Master Kripal came down from Master Sawan's room after having refreshment, he again felt like going and having a quick glance at him. So again went so he again went back, and Master Sawan Singh rebuked him and said, Are you mad that you have come again? You just went, and now you have come again to disturb me? So Master Kripal said that only he knows within whom the fire of love is burning, and only he knows who has created that fire, and only he can extinguish that fire who has created that. It was only 25 minutes drive from Kunichak Ashram to Ganganagar, where Master was staying once, when he came on tour there. And I came to my ashram to get milk for him. Although it was only 25 minutes since I had seen him, I felt so much yearning to see him again that I didn't wait for the bus driver to come and take me to Ganganagar, but I myself kidnapped that bus. And without the notice of the bus driver, we took that bus to Ganganagar. And when Master saw that a bus had come to the place where he was staying, he thought maybe a lot of people had come to see him. But when he came out, he was surprised to see only two people coming out from the bus. And I told him, this bus is always meeting with accidents. So I advised this person who is with me to come and request you to please bless this bus. And even though we had stolen that bus, still we said, this bus has been brought here to get your blessing. I don't know how is that love which makes one bow down to everybody. To have faith in anyone is very difficult. But without having faith in anyone, one cannot get anything. So Hazrat Bahu says, what is this path teaching? What is the love of Master teaching? The love of Master is teaching us to have faith in him and to bow down to him. He neither sleeps nor does he let others sleep. He awakens from slumber. One who has love for the Master is always having the presence of Master within him. During the daytime, he is feeling the presence of Master. And when night comes, then also Master comes and sleeps with him. If the disciple is sleeping in deep sleep, then Master wakes him up. That Master doesn't sleep, moreover. He never allows a disciple of his to sleep in a deep sleep. If a disciple is sleeping, how can we say that he is in the love of Master? How can we say that one is a Master who is not waking his disciple up? It is my personal experience that if the disciple is doing the work of Master and he is feeling hot, Master comes and fans him and makes him cool. I have not got such a Master who is not taking care of me. Our Master is almighty. He is taking care of us every single minute. How can he be called a disciple who is sleeping always in the nighttime? Paltu Sahib says that if the disciple is sweating, Master feels as if he is shedding his blood. Once when Guru Arjan Devji went to Lahore, everybody requested him to allow them to do all the arrangements of the langar and to prepare food for all the sangat. And there were two disciples, Saman and Musan, father and son. They were very poor, and whatever they earned in a day, they ate it at night, and they were not very rich. But they also felt like doing this service of the sangat. So they gave their names to the list that on such and such a date, they will serve the sangat 
and they will make food for the Sangat. But it so happened with God's will that a few days before their turn was supposed to come, both of them got very sick, and whatever money they had saved for serving the Sangat, that was spent in taking medicine. So they didn't have any money. On that day, when the cooks came to inquire what arrangements they had and what they could do in cooking food for the people, both Salman and Musan said, At this time we don't have anything, but please come tomorrow morning and we will have everything for you to cook. They did not have any money, so after thinking a lot, they decided that they should go and steal some food stuff from some merchant's shop. So both of them went into one shop, and they took all the food stuff from there which was needed in the langar. But afterwards, they realized that they had not stolen the salt. So first they thought that maybe they should forget about the salt. But then they thought, no, without salt, they could not make good food. So they went again into the shop to get that salt. But when they were stealing the salt, the merchant woke up, and he came there in the shop. And he found one man who was taking some food stuff from his store, and his head was out of the window, but his legs were still in the shop. So he held that person by the legs, and on the other side, Saman, the father of Musan, was holding him by the hands, and from both sides Musan was being pulled. So Musan said to his father, Saman, Father, please cut my head off and go to your home and do the arrangements for the Sangat. Please cut my head off, because if you will do that, people will not know that I am a disciple of Guru Arjan Dev. And if you will not cut my head off, and I am caught by this merchant, that will bring a bad name to my master also. And what will people say? That a disciple of Guru Arjan is stealing? So please cut my head off. But someone didn't want to, because it was his son's head. But finally, in order to save the prestige of his master, he cut the head off his own son, and taking that head, he went back to his home. When the merchant saw that there was no head to the body he was holding, he became very afraid. He thought, when people come and see the dead body in my shop, what will they think? They will suspect me that I have murdered this man, and I don't know who this man is. So he called someone and asked him, Please come and take care of this dead body lying in my shop. Go and take it any place where nobody will know and bury it. If people know that this body is lying here, they will suspect that I have murdered this man. But I have not done that. And whatever wealth you will need, I will give you that. So Salman didn't find any difficulty in taking the dead body because that was the body of his own son. So happily he came back to his home, bringing his son's body with him. And on the next morning, when the food was prepared and all the Sangat came there to eat, Guru Arjan Devji was also present there. And Saman again fixed the head of his son Musan to the remaining part of the body. And that body was lying there dead. And Saman covered the dead body with a sheet, pretending that he is sick and sleeping. So when everybody was eating food, Guru Arjan Devji realized that Musan was not there. So he called Saman. Saman, where is Musan? So Saman replied, he is very sick and he is sleeping. But Guru Arjan Devji said, no, you should tell him to come here because the food is ready and everybody is eating and he should also come and enjoy the food. But Saman said, no, master, he will not come if I tell him. He is very sick. If you call him, only then will he come. 
So Guru Arjan Dev Ji said, Oh Musan, why are you sleeping there? You see that everybody is eating parshad. You should also come and enjoy the parshad. When Guru Arjan Dev Ji said that thing, the life again came into that dead body, and Musan was all right, and he came out. So those people who have such a love for the master, that for the name of their master, they are even ready to cut off their head, master also gives them something. Master can put life in the dead body of such souls who are really the beloved of the master. I sacrifice myself for him, says Bahu, who unites the separated ones. Now Hazrat Bahu says that I sacrifice myself for such a person who makes me realize my separated God. Okay, and before I play the tape, um, there's a little note that um, this is a tape from Kripal Ashram in, in Canada. This was a satsang where both the lights and the sound system developed problems. However, with his grace, all of the satsang got taped, and only for a few short minutes at the end of side A, which is where we're at today, is there any indication of these problems on the audio tape. So there's going to be about two minutes worth of kind of fuzzy or crackling sound. What is the thing which will go with us? Only the Sadguru will go with us or, or the Naam which he has given to us. Naam is the only capital which will go back with us from this world. Naam Guru Ka now he says that saints and mahatmas bring a lot of grace from almighty lord and they give refuge to even the greatest of the criminals they forgive them but they do say that whatever you have done in the past you should not repeat that stay where you are and don't again do the bad things ਇਹ 
ਇੰਦਰੀਆਂ ਦੇ ਭੋਗ ਵਿਸ਼ੇ ਬਕਾਰਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਲਜਤਾਂ ਅਗਰ ਅਸੀਂ ਖੁਦ ਨਹੀਂ ਛਡਾਂਗੇ ਜਾਂ ਸਰੀਰ ਨਕਾਰਾ ਹੋ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਿਸੇ ਬਿਮਾਰੀ ਨਾ ਜਾਂ ਬਡੇਪਾ ਹੋ ਕੇ ਇਹ ਖੁਦ ਹੀ ਛੁੱਟ ਜਾਣਗੇ ਪਹਿਲੀ ਤਾਂ ਗੱਲ ਇਹ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਭੋਗਦਿਆਂ ਭੋਗਦਿਆਂ ਇਹਨਾਂ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚੋਂ ਉਹ ਸਵਾਦ ਹੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਆਉਂਦਾ ਉਹ ਲਜਤ ਹੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਆਉਂਦੀਗੀ ਅਸੀਂ ਨਾ ਛਡਾਂਗੇ ਇਹ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਛੱਡ ਜਾਣਗੇ ਨਾ ਹੀ ਸੇਸ ਦੈਟ ਫਸਟ ਆਫ ਆਲ ਵੀ ਡੂ ਨਾਟ ਗਿਵ ਅਪ ਥਿਸ ਪਲੇਜਰਸ ਆਫ ਦੀ ਆਰਗਨਸ ਆਫ ਦੀ ਸੈਂਸਸ ਐਂਡ ਬਟ first of all we are not ready to give up the pleasures of the organs of the senses but either they will leave us or our body will become useless and will not be able to indulge in them or by indulging in the pleasures a lot we will not get the same kind of enjoyment which we get in the beginning so either we will leave the pleasures or the pleasures will leave us inna cheezan bhoga nu chhadan vaste sant satguran da pyar sanu badi madad karda hai ਕਿਉਂਕਿ ਇਹਨਾਂ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚੋਂ ਅਸੀਂ ਖਿਆਲ ਉਸੇ ਵਕਤ ਹੀ ਕੱਢਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਜਦ ਅਭਿਆਸ ਕਰਕੇ ਸੰਤ ਸਤਗੁਰਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਅੰਦਰ ਪ੍ਰਗਟ ਕਰਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਫਿਰ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਪਤਾ ਹੀ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਕਿਸ ਜਿਹਦੇ ਨਾਲ ਸਾਡਾ ਪਿਆਰ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਦੇਖ ਰਿਹਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਉਹ ਨਰਾਜ਼ਤਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਹੋ ਜਾਏਗਾ ਮਾਮੂਲੀ ਜੇ ਇੱਕ ਰਿਸ਼ਤੇਦਾਰ ਤੋਂ ਆਪਾਂ ਡਰਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਉਹਦੇ ਖਿਲਾਫ ਕੋਈ ਗੱਲ ਨਹੀਂ ਕਰਦੇਗੇ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਸੋਚ ਕੇ ਦੇਖ ਸਕਦੇ ਹੋ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਤੁਹਾਡੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਬੈਠਾ ਹੈ ਉਸ ਦਾ ਕਿੰਨਾ ਫੇਰ ਡਰ ਲੱਗਣ ਲੱਗ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਦ ਲਵ ਆਫ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਹੈਲਪਸ ਅਸ ਅ ਲੋਟ ਇਨ ਰਿਮੂਵਿੰਗ ਦ ਅਟੈਚਮੈਂਟ ਟੂ ਦ ਪਲੇਜਰਸ ਆਫ ਦ ਆਰਗਨਸ ਆਫ ਦ ਸੈਂਸਸ ਬਿਕੋਜ਼ when we manifest the master within us when we manifest the remembrance of the master within us after removing our attachment from the worldly pleasures only then we develop and manifest the love for the master and when the love for the master is manifested within us we start fearing him because you know that we are so much afraid of even the worldly relative that we do not speak anything against against him and before doing anything we always make sure that this act of ours will not displease our relative so when we have manifested the remembrance of the master within us then we always remain afraid we always fear him before doing any bad thing we always think that will it not displease our master jehde sache dilon imandari na bhajan vyas karde hai ਤੁਹਾਡੇ ਸੰਸੰਗ ਦੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਬਹੁਤ ਸਾਰੇ ਐਸੇ ਜੀਵ ਆਪਣਾ ਤਜਰਬਾ ਦੱਸਦੇ ਆ ਜਿਹੜੇ ਜਿੰਦੇ ਜੀ ਇਹਨਾਂ ਬਰਿਆਨੀਆਂ ਦੇ ਉੱਤੇ ਕਾਬੂ ਪਾਈ ਬੈਠੇ ਹੈ ਦੋਸ ਡੂ ਦ ਮੈਡੀਟੇਸ਼ਨ ਵਿਦ ਸਿੰਸੈਰਿਟੀ ਐਂਡ ਹੋਨੈਸਟਲੀ ਇਵਨ ਇਨ ਦਿਸ ਸੰਸੰਗ देयर ਆਰ ਮੈਨੀ ਡੀਅਰ ਵਨਸ ਦੋਸ ਡੂ ਦ ਮੈਡੀਟੇਸ਼ਨ ਸਿੰਸੀਅਰਲੀ ਦੇ ਕੰਟਰੋਲ ਦ ਪੈਸ਼ਨਸ ਐਂਡ ਦ ਬੈਡ ਹੈਬਿਟਸ ਇਵਨ ਵਾਲ ਇਵਨ ਇਨ ਦਿਸ ਲਾਈਫ ਟਾਈਮ ਹੋਵੇ ਸੰਸਾਰੇ ਕੋਈ ਦੇਨੇ ਕੀ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਇਸ ਦੁਨੀਆ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚੋਂ ਨਿਕਲਣਾ ਹੈ ਪ੍ਰਾਇ ਦੇਸ਼ ਤੋਂ ਨਿਕਲਣਾ ਹੈ ਆਪਣੇ ਘਰ ਵਾਪਸ ਆਤਮਾ ਨੂੰ ਸਤਖੰਡ ਲਿਜਾਣਾ ਹੈ ਸਭ ਤੋਂ ਪਹਿਲਾਂ ਐਸੇ ਮਹਾਤਮਾ ਦੀ ਖੋਜ ਕਰੋ ਐਸੇ ਮਹਾਤਮਾ ਕੋਲੇ ਜਾਓ ਜਿਨੇ ਜਿੰਦੇ ਜੀ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਨੂੰ ਪ੍ਰਗਟ ਕੀਤਾ ਹੋਵੇ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਅਭਿਆਸੀ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਸਰੂਪੀ ਹੋਵੇ ਨਾ ਹੀ ਸੇ ਦੈਟ ਇਫ ਯੂ ਵਾਂਟ ਟੂ ਗੈਟ ਲਿਬਰੇਸ਼ਨ ਫਰਮ ਥਿਸ ਵਰਲਡ ਇਫ ਯੂ ਵਾਂਟ ਟੂ ਗੈਟ ਅਵੇ ਫਰਮ ਥਿਸ ਫੋਰਨ ਲੈਂਡ ਇਫ ਯੂ ਵਾਂਟ ਟੂ ਗੈਟ ਬੈਕ ਟੂ ਯਰ ਰੀਅਲ ਹੋਮ ਸਚਖੰਡ ਫਰਸਟ ਆਫ ਆਲ ਯੂ ਗੋ ਟੂ ਸਚ ਮਹਾਤਮਾ ਹੂ ਹੈਸ ਪ੍ਰੈਕਟਿਸ ਦਾ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਨਾਮ ਐਂਡ ਹੂ ਹੈਸ ਮੈਨੀਫੈਸਟਡ ਦਾ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਨਾਮ ਵਾਲ ਲਿਵਿੰਗ ਐਂਡ ਹੂ ਹੈਸ ਰੀਚ ਸਚਖੰਡ ਇਨ ਹਿਸ ਲਾਈਫ ਟਾਈਮ ਐਂਡ ਹੀ ਹੂ ਹੈਸ ਬਿਕਮ ਦਾ ਫਾਰਮ ਆਫ ਦਾ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਨਾਮ ਪੜਿਆ ਪੜਾ ਸਕਦਾ ਹੈ ਪਹਿਲਵਾਨੀ ਪਹਿਲਵਾਨੀ ਸਿਖਾ
learned man can teach in the same way only a wrestler can teaches the wrestling lekin je assi us passe na chaliye rasta sada is taraf hai jande assi dusri taraf hai te kis tarah kamyab ho sakde hain takbir sahib kende hai guru bechara kya kare je sikha mein chuk ande ek na lagi jo vas bajaye kuk if you do not walk on the right path suppose if you are supposed to go on the left hand side and if you go on the right hand side how are we going to become successful in this path kabir sahib says that what is the fault in the master if the disciple does not obey the master it is just like the blind person does not see anything and the bamboo who has both the openings open does not hold any air in the same way what can the master do to such a disciple who does not obey the commandment of the master sharan sat gur gaho dirad kar ਸਕੂਲ ਤੱਕ ਜਾਣਾ ਬੱਚੇ ਦਾ ਕੰਮ ਹੈ ਅੱਗੇ ਪੜਾਉਣਾ ਟੀਚਰ ਦਾ ਕੰਮ ਹੈ ਮਹਾਤਮਾ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਦੱਸਦੇ ਆ ਕਿ ਕਿਸ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਆਤਮਾ ਦਾ ਸ਼ੀਸ਼ਾ ਜੋ ਮੈਲਾ ਹੈ ਧੁੰਦਲਾ ਹੈ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਪਤਾ ਹੀ ਹੈ ਅਸੀਂ ਧੁੰਦਲੀ ਚੀਜ਼ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਸ਼ੀਸ਼ੇ ਦੇ ਉੱਤੇ ਅਗਰ ਕੋਈ ਧੁੰਦ ਵਗੈਰਾ ਬਰਫ ਵਗੈਰਾ ਪਈ ਹੈ ਅਸੀਂ ਸਾਫ਼ ਆਪਣਾ ਚਿਹਰਾ ਨਹੀਂ ਦੇਖ ਸਕਦੇ ਅਗਰ ਉਸ ਨੂੰ ਸਾਫ਼ ਕਰ ਲੈਨੇ ਆ ਤਾਂ ਸਾਫ਼ ਚਿਹਰਾ ਦਿਖਾਈ ਦੇਵੇਗਾ ਇਸੇ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਆਤਮਾ ਦਾ ਸੀਸਾ ਸਾਫ਼ ਕਰਨ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਸਿਮਰਨ ਦੀ ਲੋੜ ਹੈ ਸਿਮਰਨ ਜੋ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਝਾੜੂ ਦਾ ਕੰਮ ਕਰਦਾ ਹੈ ਆਤਮਾ ਸਾਫ਼ ਹੋ ਜਾਂਦੀ ਹੈ ਤੋ ਆਪ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗੇ ਜਦੋਂ ਅਸੀਂ ਫੈਲੇ ਹੋਏ ਖਿਆਲ ਨੂੰ ਸਿਮਰਨ ਦੇ ਜਰੀਏ ਤੀਸਰੇ ਤਿਲ ਦੇ ਉੱਤੇ ਅੱਖਾਂ ਦੇ ਪਿੱਛੇ ਲਿਆ ਕੇ ਕਲਿਆਰਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਇਹਨੂੰ ਟਿਕਣ ਦੀ ਆਦਤ ਪੈ ਜਾਂਦੀ ਹੈ ਸਾਡੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਉਹ ਪ੍ਰਕਾਸ਼ ਪੈਦਾ ਹੋ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਜੋ ਪਾਰਲੀ ਦੁਨੀਆ ਤੋਂ ਆ ਰਿਹਾ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਸੇਂਟਸ ਟੈਲ ਅਸ ਥੈਟ ਇਟ ਇਜ਼ ਦ ਜੌਬ ਆਫ ਦ ਸਟੂਡੈਂਟ ਟੂ ਗੋ ਟੂ ਦ ਸਕੂਲ ਐਂਡ ਦੈਨ ਇਟ ਇਜ਼ ਦ ਵਰਕ ਆਫ ਦ ਟੀਚਰ ਟੂ ਟੀਚ ਹਿਮ ਇਨ ਦ ਸੇਮ ਵੇ ਇਟ ਇਜ਼ ਆਵਰ ਜੌਬ to reach the eye center because masters tell us that the mirror of our soul has become dirty you know that if there is some <coughs> fog or snow or water on the mirror or on the glass you cannot see the image in that unless you remove all the snow or the things which are which have made the mirror dirty you cannot see your form you cannot see your image very clearly in the same way the mirror of our soul has become dirty because of our bad habits and because of our bad karmas of the past and the simran which we have been given works like the broom to clean the dirt of our, the mirror of our soul it works like the broom and when we purify that mirror when we clean that mirror by doing the simran we come to the eye center by doing the simran and when we bring our attention at the eye center with the help of the simran then our attention gets the habit of spilling of remaining still there and this is where we are supposed to come and afterwards it is the job of the master to drag us up sant naam dan bakshan vele shabd roop hoke sevak de andar baith jande hai is teesre til de utte intezar karde hai jad assi simran karke eh akhan de piche jo sada school hai asli ehi hai itthe pahunchde hai ਔਰ ਉਪਰੋਂ ਜੋ ਪ੍ਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਦੇ ਦਰਬਾਰ ਵਿੱਚੋਂ ਆਵਾਜ਼ ਆ ਰਹੀ ਹੈ ਜਿਸ ਨੂੰ ਕਿਸੇ ਮਹਾਤਮਾ ਨੇ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਕਿਹਾ 
ਸਵਾਮੀ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਆ ਬਹੁਤ ਵੱਡੇ ਜਾਲ ਵਿੱਚ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਫਸ ਚੁਕੇ ਚੁਕੇ ਹੋ ਕਿਦਰੇ ਕੌਮ ਦੇ ਬੰਧਨ ਬੰਧਨ ਹੈ ਕਿਦਰੇ ਸ਼ਰੀਰ ਦੇ ਬੰਧਨ ਹੈ ਕਿਦਰੇ ਫੈਮਲੀਆਂ ਦੇ ਬੰਧਨ ਹਨ ਮਨ ਇੰਦਰੀਆਂ ਦੇ ਬੰਧਨ ਹਨ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਨਾਮ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਦੀ ਕਮਾਈ ਤੋਂ ਬਗੈਰ ਇਹ ਜਾਲ ਨੂੰ ਤੁਸੀਂ ਤੋੜ ਨਹੀਂ ਸਕਦੇ ਸਵਾਮੀ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਸੇ ਦੈਟ ਯੂ ਆਰ ਟ੍ਰੈਪਡ ਇਨ ਅ ਵੈਰੀ ਬਿਗ ਟ੍ਰੈਪ somewhere there are the traps of the religion the communities somewhere there are the traps of your body somewhere there are the traps of the pleasures of the mind and the organs of senses there are the traps of the families and unless you do the meditation of shabad naam you can cut you cannot cut down all these traps and get the liberation ਆਨੇ ਮੇਰੇ ਸਹਣੇ ਪੈਂਦੇ ਆ ਯਾਰਾਂ ਦੋਸਤਾਂ ਦੇ ਨਾਲ ਮਜ਼ਬੂਤੀ ਨਾਲ ਪੇਸ਼ ਆਉਣਾ ਪੈਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਔਰ ਆਪਣੀ ਮਾਨ ਵਡਿਆਈ ਦਾ ਖਿਆਲ ਛੱਡਣਾ ਪੈਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਪਦਵੀ ਦਾ ਖਿਆਲ ਛੱਡਣਾ ਪੈਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਆਫਨ ਆਈ ਹੈ ਸੈਡ ਦੈਟ ਅ ਮੈਡੀਟੇਟਰ ਹੈਜ਼ ਟੂ ਫੁਲਫਿਲ ਸਮ ਕੰਡੀਸ਼ਨਸ ਹੀ ਹੈਜ਼ ਟੂ ਬੇਅਰ ਦੀ ਟੌਂਟਸ ਐਂਡ ਕ੍ਰਿਟਿਸਿਜ਼ਮ ਆਫ ਹਿਸ ਰਿਲੇਟਿਵਸ ਆਫ ਦ ਰਿਲੀਜਨ ਔਰ ਆਫ ਦ ਕਮਿਊਨਿਟੀ ਵੇਅਰ ਹੀ ਬਿਲੋਂਗਸ ਐਂਡ ਹੀ ਹੈਜ਼ ਟੂ ਬੀ ਵੈਰੀ ਸਟਰੋਂਗ ਵੈਨ ਹੀ ਹੈਜ਼ ਟੂ ਡੀਲ ਵਿਦ ਹਿਸ ਫਰੈਂਡਸ ਹੀ ਹੈਜ਼ ਟੂ ਗਿਵ ਅਪ ਦੀ ਹਨਰ he has to forget about what post he holds he has to sacrifice a lot phase tum jalne pari and our final bhajan today is on page 172 it's a bhajan of guru arjan dev tu mera pita tu hai mera mata You are my father, you are my mother, you are my kinsman, you are my brother. You are my protector at every place. Then why should I have any fear? By your grace I have realized you. You are my support, you are my honor. There is no other except you. All this universe is your playground. You have created all men and other beings, and according to your will, you have kept them at their places all that happens is done by you and we do nothing by meditating on nam i have received supreme happiness my mind has become calm through singing the praises of god all hail to the perfect master by whose grace nanak has won this battle you are my father you are my mother you are my kinsman you are my brother page 172 tu mera pita tu hai mera mata tu mera banda pa tu mera prata tu mera pita tu hai mera mata tu mera banda pa tu sabanitai tu mera raka 
तू है मेरा माता तू मेरा बंजापा तू मेरा ब्राता नामतिया महासुखपाया नामतिया महासुखपाया हर गुण गाए मेरा मान सिद्धलाया हर गुण गाए मेरा मान सिद्धलाया तू मेरा पिता तू है मेरा माता तू मेरा प्राता गुरु पूरे वजीवदाय गुरु पूरे वजीवदाय नानक जीतो नानक जीतो तू मेरा पिता तू है मेरा माता तू मेरा बंदा तू मेरा प्राता You are my protector at every place then why should I have any fear all that happens is done by you and we do nothing may god bless us all